Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hello and welcome to SEO 101 on WMR.FM, episode number 454. This is Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and my co-host is my company's senior SEO, Scott Vanak. Well, we've got exciting news. Today is chapter one, the beginning of SEO, and this is our new SEO 101 learning series. We're going to be doing this in let's say nine or ten episodes. Uh, if it goes longer, it goes longer. We want to make sure this is uh, reasonably comprehensive and a great uh, start for anyone learning SEO. And it's something I've wanted to do since day one, but eh, 450 episodes later, why not? Um, well, now we have 453 episodes to pull from. So there you go. We have more source go. material, right? I think we've established we know what we're talking about by now. <laughs> you know? we, are, we are the best liars. No, yeah. <laughs> exactly. We, we fake it for a, fake it till you make it, as they say. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, well, let's dive in here. Uh, the beginning of SEO. That's what our show is going to be about today. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, what it is, where it came from, um, and the various search engines, along with their market shares, their uh, demographics, and any other tidbits we can pull in. So let's start with what you can should. Well, first of all, what is SEO? Now to quote, I believe it's Wikipedia, search engine optimization is the process of improving the quality and quantity of website traffic to a website or a web page from search engines, unquote. Uh, now, the other, is this other one we wrote here? Um, do you remember where that came from there, Scotty? SEO is the process? I don't know if I maybe just wrote that myself. Okay. <laughs> The process of making sure search engines understand what your pages and overall website is about and how it should be ideally ranked in search. And it's pretty much close to how we both describe it. So uh, there you go. Um, now, when you're doing optimization, I always, I always stress this. People first, search engines second or third, if you consider conversions. So what we're saying here is that's, Search engine optimization is not your priority. People are. The people that come to your website and actually want to be there. And you want to keep them there. You don't want them just to bounce and head off and take off to another website, which they do so easily these days. So having excellent quality is important. Then you can optimize it. I mean, if you can do some of it while you're doing the great content, fine. But typically, just make it simple. Simple is so much easier just create excellence, then optimize or have someone else optimize it for you. Uh, 
Do you have anything to add there, Scott? Not really. I think a lot of people focus too much on SEO where it is important, but then they miss the point and then you create all this content that is impossible to read. And you can tell somebody's working hard for SEO. And maybe I just notice it because we live in the space, but nothing drives me battier than going to a web page and just seeing like blah, 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 keyword, blah, 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 keyword, blah, 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 keyword, you know, and you just can't read the content. And back in the day, that certainly worked. Um, but don't do Back that Back in now. the day, like the, 1998, 99, 2000. <laughs> yeah, the early days. Like when I was first starting, I started in what, 2002, I think. Yeah. yeah. And uh, even then it was, you know, that was kind of spam then. Even then you weren't really writing content like that. So if you're still doing that, please don't. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Now, the first recorded usage, usage of the acronym SEO, uh, we think is dated back to 1997, which is when I, I founded Stepforth and started my career. Um, now, this was noted in Search Engine Journal uh, by Lauren Baker, and apparently it's attributed to uh, someone, uh, I think it was the manager of the band Jefferson Airplane, who was very upset that uh, their website was on page four. And it doesn't really get into how that happened after that. I guess we're just assuming that he says he wanted he, he wanted his site to be uh, optimized for search engines. I don't know. Yeah. Well, the, what there was, I found something similar actually. And what they had said was um, uh, they were mad. They couldn't find their, their own band webpage. And then the promoter just went onto their site and added a bunch of instances of uh, Jeff Jefferson Starship. And then it catapulted them to the top of the rankings. That's how easy it used to be. Oh, so joke. It's just a like joke. add a word and you rank for it. I'm done. It's so easy. If I'd only known how good I had it then, I would be a much wealthier person. Whether I'd be happier, I don't know. I know money doesn't lead yeah. to happiness, blah, blah, blah. But, oh, my God, I had – everything was – world was my oyster then because I was fully on riding the wave the entire time. But I just – I've always been kind of laid back. So, like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah. And I haven't suffered. Don't get me wrong. But, uh Wow. It really was an incredible time. And who knew? That's the the crime of youth, right? It's wasted on the youth. Um, I just didn't understand what I had in in the, what I could have done. Uh, that, that that and Bitcoin. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> if I had yeah. a time machine, yeah. Well, you know, but it's back when I started. You know, the internet could have just been a fad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it could have been. Maybe it still There's is. That was when they were talking about all the intertubes, uh, good old gore and the stuff. Intertubes. Oh Don't God. worry. It's, the internet's going to die soon, actually. The internet's, <laughs> you've only got a couple years left, and then we're going to go to the outer net. I don't we'll know. Let's be our AIs talking to us and answering all our questions. We don't need to go online anymore. We'll just be on the beach. It's perfect. <laughs> uh, honestly, it's always annoyed me. It's SEO, uh, the name is just stupid to me. Search engine optimization. We're not optimizing search engines. It's never made sense to me and it doesn't make sense to a lot of people that's why they say are are, are you going to do some seo optimization for us <laughs> i get that all the time uh um and i get it it's it's just a stupid term i tried so hard to coin the words word the phrase search engine placement because it made far more sense to me yeah. and i named my company that step forth search engine placement that's how we were originally named um and I got so annoyed because it didn't take off and um, fair enough, whatever. But I was mostly annoyed because we kept getting people wanting to be placed 
as employees at search engines. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's not why I named it that. Yeah. Uh, anywho, it all comes back to why the, they call it SEO. And it was just the, log- the logical choice doesn't always win. No. And the other one was uh, search engine marketing. That made sense too. Not that we're marketing search engines, but it was better than search engine optimization, in my opinion. Yep. And again, for some reason, people decided that that meant paid ads. Uh, I don't get it. Anywho, I only have so much control. Um, what are some of the other search engine? Terms? Oh, there were so many that didn't work. Like, well, just search engine ranking, um, search engine registration, search engine submission, which actually in itself was a thing for the longest time. It was, it was huge. Uh, yeah. Oh, could you again back in the early days? I miss that. You throw a few keywords on. You go to the search engine. You submit it. Like when was the last time you submitted a website to an? They just don't do that anymore. Not really. Well, there are some exceptions in, in to that, console but. and stuff, but that's it. Like pages. Yeah. Yeah. There are some examples where you still do that, I suppose. Um, and yeah, like you said, search engine marketing. They just yeah, they just didn't stick. They the industry stuck with the worst. Well, maybe not the worst, but not the best choice even website promotion i kind of like that but of course it wasn't a good acronym but i used that quite a bit and one of my best designs website designs had a picture of a traffic cop and it wasn't a picture it was actually a a, um a um what would you call it uh like an icon or it was art of a of sort of of a a traffic cop with roads going around him like he was huge and the roads going around him all these things and it was and, and, and i think the page said website or, or website promotion and search engine. Yeah. Anyway, it was great. It converted because it made sense to people. Yeah. SEO never has. I don't think they don't even know what we do. Like I have to explain it all the time. Whereas if it was something simpler and logical, like website promotion it makes sense. Anyway, we've beaten this to death. Let's yeah. move on. <laughs> it just drives me crazy. But just, just know we work in an office and do things and nobody understands what it is. Yeah. 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 We, we constantly try to explain it to our clients because they forget too. Um, they just know that we're getting the business and that's what matters, but I'd still like them to understand a little better than that at times. And we have to, re- we have to remind them. And I understand why again, makes sense. All right, let's start in with the search engines. Well, we're going to start with the one that we all know and love and hate, and that's Google. Uh, it was originally called Backrub back in 1996. What were they thinking? I, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> okay. I really don't know. That that was what they started back when they were in Stanford, right? I think so. Yeah. They were still in a garage in those days, I believe. They were, and they were just doing it as a kind of a project. I don't think they, I don't know what their intentions were. I didn't read any biography on them, but I don't believe they intended this to be as big as it became. Just usually something happens to the best stuff. Um, and then they turned to Google. I just, do you remember when you heard, I, when I heard that name, I was like, Oh, another search engine. When I first heard <laughs> it, geez, I don't know. I think I was still back in the, uh, what were we using? Alta Vista days or something like that. Or maybe it was AOL even. I don't even remember what I used in 97. Yeah. Yahoo, Alta Vista, InfoSeq was still around then. Um, that was that was and remains to this day my favorite search engine just simply because it was so fun to work with from an SEO standpoint. But anyway, um, their market share now, Worldwide, this is Google, is 92%. Rounding up, 93. That's insane. That's as of July 2023. Uh, in the USA alone, it's rounding up 
Now, it's huge. What about mobile? Why don't you take a few of these here? Yeah. So yeah, mobile comprises or, or more than sixty percent of all Google searches come from mobile, which you know. I actually feel like that that seems low to me now. A year mm-hmm. ago that would have seemed high. But totally. I feel like you know most are mobile like I don't know. Well, I guess most well, most well, are. Six, 60% are. Well, you have um, to think about this from a statistical perspective and that's all whereas certain industries it would be in the 90 percentile. It would depend. Yeah. yeah, depending on your vertical that would definitely Like if you're have a dentist, I know it's quite high because people are looking for a dentist on their phone. They usually yeah. need something quick. And, and I would say tablet. things I would say things like shopping oriented searches. Like I never shop on my phone. I'm on the uh, the laptop or something. I hate trying to go to the cart and look at specifications on the thing I'm trying to mm-hmm. buy on my phone. I find you know some websites are fine, but some are just still not mobile friendly enough for me to be happy doing that sort of thing on mobile. But I like you said dentists are a great example if I need to book an appointment Oh, what's my dentist name? I don't remember or whatever. I maybe I don't know their website. Search for such and such dentist on my phone. And then there's a phone number, click to call. And, you know, it's all mobile. Now, not to be, I think this just shows that there's differences here. I do a lot of shopping on my phone. Now, mostly places I know, Amazon, (laughs) (laughs) Um, it's just too easy. And I can see the reviews and I can do my research and everything there. Snap, snap, snap. Uh, I can see through the garbage most of the time and just pick out the real review um so yeah there is a huge component i think the younger generations don't even do anything on their their tablets or their their desktops anymore if they even have one well we have Um, friends across the street they don't even have a computer they only have cell phones that's it yeah i don't know what their kids are going to do when they're old enough to be doing homework that's going to be a different challenge in itself but that's that's a difference a different show right there chromebooks there you go yeah that's that's probably what they'll do yeah so we did with our kids um Okay, so the other thing is that 65% of Google searchers click on organic results. Uh, Now, what are organic results? I wish you'd get into that. So organic results are the non-paid search engine results within that that you see. That can include, in today's world of universal search, which is the term we use for a combined search result that includes images, um, quotes, audio sometimes, uh, video, all this stuff is combined in a page. All of that can be organic. None of it could, some of it will be, but some of it will not be paid. And that's what we call organic. You've organically made yourself appear in these results by just earning it. Um, the paid is clear. You know, that's uh, pay-per-click, paid ads. That's where you're not, That's you've had to pay your way in there and, that sounds really derogatory, but it's not actually our one of our strongest recommendations to clients is to have both going at the same time, organically be there and be there and paid. Yes, you're giving money to Google. Let's just give up on that. <laughs> We're going to be anyway. Yep. If you're going to succeed, who cares? Play the game and you will do well. I've got one client right now who has always succeeded exceptionally well in organic. And he's, I can tell he's gritting his grinding his teeth now because he's losing out on business he knows he is because he's not in paid right he's like oh i guess i'm gonna have to start paying i've never paid so he's really won out for the longest time but now it's actually a detriment to him because he feels like he's taking a step back but it's not that way it's just things change and paid ads are an important part of your marketing strategy it's not just seo 
Um, another aspect to search engine results is local SEO. Now, technically that's organic most of the time. It's There are ads in there, but um, I, I just try and simplify it. And I say there's local SEO and then there's organic SEO. It's really not accurate, <laughs> but it's the best way for me to exp explain it to a client. And um, technically it would be organic SEO and organic local SEO, I guess. Um, whatever. You know, half our job is de mystifying all of this. And I, I want to use a different word, but <laughs> less making it less stupid and simpler to understand. So yeah, local SEO uh, is a totally different set of algorithms. It's what Google uses to determine how a local business should rank when they show in that map pack where you see map and you see uh, the different businesses listed. Um, you can click on that and go to Google Maps and see much more, but this is what's embedded in search engine results. And it is technically organic with the exception of anything that is noted as an ad. Right. Um, yep. You can get there for free people. Yeah. And uh, why don't you inject some of your ideas? Well, what your area is 100%. You do a little bit of local, but your focus is organic. So why don't you just put out there some of the, uh, the before we jump back into search engines, some of the factors that are considered in organic, just basics here yeah if we're talking just basics i mean how to rank in organic is what i mean here yeah 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 totally um you know you really it comes down to title tags still believe it or not <laughs> um having your your keyword in your the start of your title tag it's like 101 as basic as it gets and it still works it always has maybe it always will i don't know uh, but it still does uh, making sure you have that well-written highly relevant content on your website um, having mixed media on your website, you know, you want to make sure you've got images with appropriate uh, alt attributes assigned where you've got, uh, you know, relevant and keywords in there, if applicable, uh, you want to get into, well, I guess structured markup is getting to be a little bit more in line with, uh, not so much basic, but structured markup at its simplest, uh, you can mark up something called local business where you list all your business information and that can help you rank. Uh, making sure you have your address if it's pertinent. If you're just an online store, it doesn't matter so much. But if you have a storefront, bricks and mortar, make sure you have your address and contact information on all pages of your site, uh, including an embedded map, typically on a contact page or location page or uh, like how to find us type page. It's always surprising. I, I see quite often businesses that come to us for SEO and they don't have their address on their site and they have a storefront. Like why, why do you not have that? It, it's just fundamental. So, you know, make sure you do that sort of thing. Um, having, you know, even heading tags can help a little bit. Like those are your H1, H2 heading tags and and the way you lay your content out on the page, making sure your most important stuff and relevant stuff is is easy to follow and read and, and closer to the top of the page where it makes sense. Uh, having clean navigation that works, clean URL structures where you don't have all these weird extraneous characters. Um, Google can index all kinds of stuff, but at the end of the day, simple tends to win. So I'm yeah. sure I missed a cool. trillion things there. Yeah, but... you did. You're, you're meant to. I mean, this is supposed to be the basics. <laughs> yeah. And one of the things I noticed we didn't get into, and we're going to have to um, mention this, is what is indexing and what is crawling? So with that in mind, what is search engine crawling? Crawling is the process where a search engine spider, follow, that's a bot. It's like a, 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 essentially just think of it as a computer. It's going online, visits links on web pages to discover all content. It's following those links. It then 
crawls, the texts, the images, the videos, etc. What is indexing? Well, when a search engine is indexing, it's the process of making the content that Google has decided to make searchable easier to find. Now, let's unpack that a bit. It has already gathered all of this information. It's this massive, massive database. And then it has to whittle it down to what we see when we're doing searches. The reason they have to whittle it down is there's a lot of garbage out there. I mean, there's a ton of it. Lots of replicated information, lots of false information from spammy websites, all this stuff. So it has to filter that out. And there's quite a process. And you can look online and find out all of this if you want. There's a lot of great information about the entire process the search engine goes through. You know, it's not a complete open kimono. They're not telling us everything, but it's it's a lot. Um, and then what happens is whatever's left over has to be indexed so you can find it when you search. So that's indexing. Really simplified. Uh, it's kind of worked on this to make it something really simple. And that is Google crawls content. And then what it keeps is indexed so we can search it. All right. Simple. Yeah, I think so. Um, now, what are the basic factors for ranking in local packs? We're jumping around here. I'm sorry. Uh, this is our first episode. We're working out some of this, the kinks here, but this is all good info. So Scott talked about what are the the basic fankers, fankers, factors for ranking organic. Word of the day, right? Yeah, the day. yeah. <laughs> what are the basic factors for ranking in local packs now? So that is when you want to be, if you're a local business, you want to be in that map pack. So first of all, having a Google business profile, very important, or whatever they call it when you listen to this, because goodness knows they're changing the damn name all the time. Um, so Google business profiles, make sure you have one, make sure it's complete. You've gone through all the steps of doing that. We're going to get into much more of this later on. This is a gloss over of what's needed. Then make sure that your business information, your na name, address, and phone number is consistent everywhere. Everywhere. Anywhere it's listed. Wherever you can control. Then continue to update your Google business profile as best you can. You know, constantly make updates to it, add images, um, update your hours, all the different things that could uh, um, show Google that you you are an active business and that you do care and you're paying attention to Google, which Google loves. It's a bit narcissistic that way. Um, lastly, having a good website with some relevance helps. You don't have to have a website, but it does help. Uh, there are a lot more and we'll get into that later. Now we are going to jump back into search engines. So we were talking about Google and we didn't get through everything. Um, some of the main stats here, why don't you do, do that? Google serves around. Yeah, they do a couple a couple searches. Um, <laughs> approximately 100,000 searches per second. Um, so yeah, that's a few. That's, you know, it's a bit of processing power there. I don't remember how many data centers they have anymore. I, they have a lot of those. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I've totally lost track. But that equates to, anyways, those 100,000 searches equate to approximately 8.5 billion per day or 3 trillion trillion per year. Uh, and, you know, just to compare that to 1999 stats where they served approximately 795 million searches for the entire year. So what's that a factor of? About 1,000? I don't even know. My math brain isn't working, but they do a bit more today, like a lot more. Yeah. Um, I think more That's than a thousand. It's insane. It's just absolutely mind-boggling. Wow. Um, hmm. 
this is a, a stat I think you added, only about 3% of searchers interact with the people also ask box, despite it appearing for more than 43% of searches. Yeah, that was kind of an interesting little stat that I just sort of threw in there. I kind of forgot that was there. Um, yeah, yeah, for such a high percentage of searches, you would think the interaction would be higher for Google to be including it still, but they do. And it, interestingly enough, when our when you, our listeners, are listening to this, things could have changed dramatically. People also ask, is a part of the search engine, engine anatomy today what we see in a search engine result page, a SERP? which our industry calls it, but a search engine result. You see in there, people also ask and other suggested things. But you know, one of the things that was in there quite prominently up till very recently were frequently asked questions that would show up there. But Google has since pulled right back on that and they're very, barely ever showing. They show occasionally, I think, because there was so much abuse of it. It's just ridiculous. But anyway, uh, I wonder how much those were being used. I personally do use them, but definitely not for every search. So it makes sense that it would be fairly low. I, with the people also, like I didn't really use the, the FAQ data that would show up in a cert, but when it comes specifically to people also ask stuff, I feel like I use it mostly for client research. Hmm. I, I don't know that I've ever, have I ever used it as a searcher and not as a marketer? And I don't know that I have. I have, like, if I type in a term and I'm not sure the term I'm trying to find, like use, let's say I'm, I'm looking for something I'm like, ah, oh, what was that word? And I put it in there and then I usually go down to other suggested terms and I find, oh, that's what it was. That's what I was looking for. Or I go to the people also ask. And sometimes I find that question there. It's also sometimes a fast way to get to uh, a user generated result that might be more up to date than content. So I have used it, but it's, yeah. You're one of the 3%. Yeah. You're a yeah. 3%er, Ross. There you go. For better or for oh, worse. Only, only that was different. true in a different way. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, some of the demographics by similar web, and this is who we're choosing to use for our demographic information throughout this uh, first chapter, um, is that Google's audience is 50% male and 42% female. The largest user age group, age group is 25 to 34-year-olds at 28%, which is really high. You'll notice when we're talking about all the others uh, coming up. Um, just 18 to 24-year-olds, though, are 21%. Only 6.55% of users are 65+. plus. It'll be interesting to see how much this changes if we ever revisit this, which we probably will in, in episode 1,500 something. I'll make a note of that. <laughs> Stay tuned in 2037 for episode. Uh, what well, we jump into Yahoo here. So, you mean um, Jerry and David's guide to the World Wide Web? Oh my gosh. That's what it was called. That's hilarious. That's, I don't remember that. No. I would have been in 10th grade. I wasn't using the internet that much. I, you know, my, my use of the internet in 1994, I think, was looking up all the David Letterman top 10 lists. And I, I clearly remember handwriting them on paper. And then someone came into the class and was like, you know, you can you can hold control C and copy it and then you can print it out on the printer. I didn't know you could do that. That's how dumb I was back then. <laughs> Writing it out with pen and paper, copying it from the screen. And printing it out in that dot matrix printer. I think we had laser printers then still. Yeah. Yeah, we had we had Skookum Labs or we had something. I don't it wasn't uh, dot oh, matrix. Oh, it was at school. Okay. Fair yeah, enough. I was at school. Not at home. At home we had a dot matrix, nine pin. Yeah. Only the best. 
yeah, I don't know, I'd hate those things. Uh, <laughs> but they were reliable somewhat. Yeah. Um, when you could get them running. Anyway, that's crazy. I never knew that that was the original name. So Jerry and David's Guide to the World Wide Web. I love that. That's so cool. That should still be, they should, you know, go retro and return to that. Maybe they they'll should. get their user base On their back. anniversary, they should rename it occasionally. That'd be yeah, sweet. that'd be sweet. Although he's not even involved anymore, is he? Either of them. I think I don't, they get I doubt it. I don't know. They're probably long gone. Yeah. Anyway, and that was back was, in 94. Yeah. 94. And that's when I was in grade 12. Holy smokes. Well, the trademark trademark for Yahoo was already taken by a barbecue sauce company. So they added the exclamation point. I didn't know that either. Did you know that? I did not know that. That's why there's the exclamation point in everything. So anytime we write it on our website or in our show notes without the exclamation point, which is every time, uh, we, we're we're breaking the rules, I guess. It's, it's not Yahoo. We're talking about barbecue sauce. Little did you that. know. 400 episodes plus of SEO 101. We've been talking about barbecue sauce. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right. What's their market share? Market share worldwide is an astounding 0.62% and 1.70% in the US as of uh, July of this year, July 2023. Um, And do you remember back when Yahoo used to provide its own results? Yeah, I don't really either. I do. Um, I do. From... From I don't know what happened before 2000, I guess. Oh, okay, yeah, sorry. Until 2000, they kind of did their own. And then from 2000 till 2004, they used a Google as their search provider, which was uh, potentially a massive mistake for Yahoo because all results said powered by Google, which uh, I, you know, I saw this in one of the, the websites I was doing research and it makes sense that how many people use Google now because they saw powered by Google when doing a Yahoo search and started their mass migration back in the early days. Uh Good times, right? Big, big, big mistake. Yeah, um, it really made a difference because at that point, I really wasn't taking Google seriously. Uh, I was just busy with the, the sites I had. But when I saw that, I'm like, oh, God. All right, it's one. time to it's... jump in big time here. If I hadn't already thought of that, I can't recall very well. But I definitely started to take it seriously when I, I mean, it was all over the news. What's this yeah. Google thing? Oh, my gosh, this Google thing's really taking off. What is this? Blah, blah, well, blah, blah, blah. So. After after that, though, they made the right move and started doing their own results again from 2004 to 2010. Um, but I guess that was not the right move because from 2010 till 2015, they went back to Google with a mix of Microsoft. So I guess they didn't learn from the past. And and then around 2015 or so, they dumped Google and it was just Microsoft. And basically it is today. Well, Bing, but, you know, same difference. So, yeah, Yahoo is Bing. And if you do a search in Yahoo and do that same search in Bing, Almost every time you're going to see identical results. I will say, though, not every single time, but they're virtually identical. Hmm. Cool. Until when? I don't know. Maybe Yahoo will start using Google again. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Well, we'll Why just... they can't do Just do their own people. Do your own. <laughs> um, some of the uh, basic demographics here, uh, I want to bore you all, but um, Yahoo's audience is 53% male, 47% female, rounded up. Uh, which is actually quite high. If you go back to Google, it was uh, 42%, 42% female. So I'm, I'm pointing out the female because most of the time when we've been going in this research we've done, male has been very high, but Yahoo is still quite prominently female, which is great. Uh, I think that's it's nice to see a good balance there um, since there are more females in the world than men, uh, as, as far as I understand. So it makes more sense. Um all right, so Bing started in 1998 um, as MSN Search. Um, it didn't actually get called Bing until 2009. 
throughout that time though it was windows live search these are the other names it had live search and then bing uh so they've gone through a few things um <laughs> one of the suggested names for bing was bang <laughs> isn't that great I they should have gone with bing bang just hyphenate it like a married couple right <laughs> you know what? i probably wrote about that we were writing a lot back then on our blog but i remember going to the bing uh uh opening party in seattle and it was a quite a bash and um i forget what i was there wasn't yeah, that that's after right. SM- you came with me that's right uh, that's the only one i went with yeah. you too was uh smx advance that year and they had the big bing party and uh good times what i don't think it took it to- do you remember what i searched on their their browser for and it was so funny oh Jeez, I don't remember There's that. Something that sucks. I think it was Bing sucks. Yeah, maybe. Or something. Um or maybe I just typed in Bing and 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 something and yeah, I think it was that. I typed in Bing on their browser and it said Google and the first listen that came up was Bing sucks. All I know is that the engineer went pale when I did it yeah. and uh, he was not impressed. <laughs> that's awesome. But you know, that's good. They need that kind of feedback. It's great. <laughs> yeah, I imagine that was on on their roster to fix the next day and it was Oh, it was one of those moments I'll never forget. I just I, enjoyed that immensely. <laughs> I feel like I just regret not fully taking advantage of the open bar that night. So, yes, you're being good. I, I was sort of being good. Uh, sort of being good. Yeah. yeah. It <laughs> well, somebody had to had walk. Neat, all the glasses. I still got them here, actually. Um, I still got their, their shaker somewhere around here. But they had little cocktail shakers with like lights in them. And they had ice cubes that had lights in them. And that yeah, was kind of fun. It was wild. That was a good day. That was a good day. I would have drank more, but somebody had to hold your hand and walk you back to the hotel room. So <laughs> I'm responsible that way, right? I, of course, of course. Um, so market share 2.11% in July. That's worldwide. And that's July 2023. Uh, in the USA, though, it's impressively 4.54% just the USA. Um, I remember when it was like 1%. So it's it's getting there. <laughs> um, I think they're actually probably doing much better with their uh, AI build-in. I, it's really good. It's very interesting how they built it. And it's active now. There's none of this. It's only open to uh, Americans with the Google thing, which annoys the crap out of me. I can't use it. I and mean, we can't test BARD. I th- unless they've opened it up recently, but I don't think they have. I've that's how much I care. Um, yeah. I want something that's built into search. That's when I'm going to be caring about it. Uh, I know it's coming for Google, but it's not very clearly there yet. And by the time you listen to this, it will be. I'm certain of it. Um, or very close to it if it's next week. Uh, <laughs> uh, Bing is now on more than 1.5 billion devices. Um, and according to Ahrefs, the top search performed on Bing worldwide is for Google. Isn't Love that it. awesome? <laughs> could it. you imagine somebody phoned you up hey can i speak to ross please like yeah what do you need yeah i wonder if you could tell me how to find uh bob's seo <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> you contact the company to ask for the phone number for their competition oh, hopefully there's not a bob's seo otherwise i just gave a shameless plug to bob it's true i guess you're welcome bob maybe yeah, you can send me a, a check yeah i'll take a kickback for that one yeah we're watching you bobby watching i almost you. said a legit seo company i thought well that would be bad Yes, that would. We'd have to censor it. Although that would have been kind of funny. It would have. Just go back in post and censor Bob's SEO and it can be a whole thing. All right. Well, let's take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to jump into some of the uh, demographics quickly and 
jump and then discuss Duck, Duck, Go. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress. Instead of perfection, you don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. Here in America, work is in trouble. We've offshored our manufacturing, sent away good jobs, and lost so much ability to make things. American Giant is a company that's pushing back against this tide. They make high-quality clothing, sweatshirts, jeans, dresses, jackets, and so much more, right here in the USA. Visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com, promo code STAPLE20. Welcome back to SEO 101 on WMR.FM, hosted by myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and my company's senior SEO, Scott Venak. So let's look at here. What are the demographics for Bing? Far away. Yeah, we've got 60. Well, we're going to round these numbers a little bit here. 64% male, 36% female. So that's, there are not a lot of women using Bing. That's that's low. That's really low. Um, although, are there a lot of anybody using Bing? Um, I guess, sorry, I guess they have their 5% market share. Uh, largest group of visitors age 25 to 34 comprised of 26.4% and 18% of users on Bing are in the 18 to 24 demographic. Seems to be really relatively common across all of them that the, the big demographics are in the younger age groups of so late teens to uh, late 20s, early 30s. I guess people just stop searching as they get older. Um, well, one thing that's interesting though is, you know, as much as it doesn't sound like 4.54% of USA traffic and two point or of searches and 2.1% worldwide, that still equates to Bing seeing over 900 million searches per day. That's, <laughs> that's impressive. That is seriously impressive. And that's or, or approximately 27 billion searches per month. That's still a lot, isn't it? It is. I would take that kind of traffic on any one of my websites <laughs> <laughs> yeah um uh, might need ai just to deliver that that's for sure um okay so uh i did a bit of a uh, oh, i'll get into duck duck go here and then i'll talk about a comparison so why did i pick duck duck go second or i mean as a as one of the options here I, that's the last one we're showing here because there are other search engines but really i think duck duck go is probably the next up in terms of uh, search share and also growth and I think the big part about DuckDuckGo that's, I think, building everything is it's 100% privacy-centric. So your your information is simply not kept. Um, I may be out of place there because I don't use it every day. But as far as I understand it, it is everything about it is private. And 
there's a huge portion of the population that absolutely wants that privacy. Uh, they just expect it now. Uh, so, you know, I, I would say that they're growing, to put it simply. Um, you know, if we look at 2013, that's when they started. They had 1 billion searches. Now they process 100 million searches per day. Uh, that's huge. Like, you think? Yeah, 30 searches per year. user. Like their first year, they're at a billion. Someone's at the like, front door. And someone's also at your front door. <laughs> it's it's duck duck go. There you go. Yeah, yeah. They they've heard their voice. Um it's uncensored. Good old SEO one oh one. So um and that was from Backlinko where we got that information, our duck duck go stats. Its activity has increased one point eight six times over the previous year. I really wanted to show that because I do believe it is going to get more and more market share on a fairly repeat, repeatable basis here simply because of its clarity in the privacy realm. Um, doesn't have much of a market share now. It's 0.8, let's say 0.9% More worldwide, than um, but 2.72% in the USA as of 2021. So who knows what it is now? Um, I didn't dig deeply to see if there's anything more relevant right now, but um, pretty interesting. Uh, I, I would say it's one to watch. And the search experience is pretty good. I, You know, I've only used it a handful of times. Maybe I should be using it more. I think, uh, I, you know, we need more competitors to Google that are, you know, significant. Yes. And I see DuckDuckGo as being one of those if things keep going the way they're going. Um, once they get DuckDuckGo bot, DuckDuckGo AI chat bot or something, or maybe they have one already. I don't know. They um, might. Yeah. I <laughs> don't know. Um, anyways, uh, in terms of some of the demographics, why don't we jump into that? Yeah. So we've got uh, much more male oriented with DuckDuckGo at 73.3% um, with uh, women coming in at 27% on average. Um, that's big. That's huge. I don't know exactly why that is, but it's significant. Um the same, the the age demographics are, you know, primarily 25 to 34-year-olds at 26% of users and 18 to 24-year-olds at 19.37%. And, well, only, but this is actually a bit higher than I expected, 8.9% uh, of users are over 65, which I'm just going to quickly check. Google was, so it's more than Google. Google was mm -hmm. 6.5. Yahoo was 11%. So Yahoo is higher. And Bing was six point six two percent. So Pretty yeah, high. it's the second highest in the in the older age demographic. So I, maybe and they're just they're the ones that are more privacy centric. Maybe yeah. And a little tidbit here for a marketing tip: if you have a product or a service that tends to fly high with uh, preppers or uh, just people who are very privacy centric. Where do you think your marketing would be better spent? I'm not saying you do, don't do it on Google, but I would say that DuckDuckGo would be a pretty good place to start too. Uh, you know, there is a big part of that market and they tend to have a lot, of, not all of them, but they tend to have a lot of money or they're willing to spend quite well on good quality products. Just something about that demographic. Uh, and I know this from experience, talking with someone who's done a very uh, interesting campaign in that regard. And they did very well because of that connection to 
the prepper community and the overall, uh, I hate to say paranoids. There's, I'm, I'm not saying everyone's paranoid, but I'm saying there is a selection that uses these privacy centric systems because they are paranoid. Um, and again, what comes with a bit of in intensity also comes with the ability to, or willingness to spend big money on things that promise, promise more privacy. Uh, yeah. So do consider it if it's something that fits in your marketplace. All right. Well, that's the end of the show. Next episode, we'll be discussing how to plan your SEO strategy from the ground up. We really wanted to do this basic stuff first, and now we're going to jump into this. It is still going to be the essence of it. We're going to get into some of the details. We're going to talk about competitor strategy and you know how to uh, disassemble things. It's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, we're really looking forward to, to doing this entire series and giving you guys something you can go back and revisit whenever you want to. Anything else you want to add there, Scott? Probably. And I'll think about it the second we sign off. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> that's how, that's well, how it goes. Yeah, exactly. Well, on behalf of myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and my company, Senior SEO, Scott Vanak, thank you for joining us. If you have any questions you'd like to share with us and include in this series, please feel free to post them on our Facebook group, easily found by searching SEO 101 Podcast on Facebook. Have a great week and remember to tune to the future episodes, which air twice a month now on WMR.FM. Yeah, thanks for listening and uh, learning about SEO with us. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.